This is an Eva Burrows College podcast. The content covered here is intended for students enrolled in Eva Burrows College courses and is part of a larger learning context. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, and welcome to another podcast. Although we listen to podcasts audibly, I've provided an image for today and I would like to go through this with you. And on this image, if you open it up on your learning platform underneath the podcast, you'll see that it's an image comprised of four different scenes. And each of these scenes have a heading underneath the illustration. And I'll read these out. There's reality, equality, equity, and justice. There's a lot going on in these scenes, so let's break it down together. But I actually wanted to start with equality. And the reason for this is that when I was first studying diversity, access, equity, we looked at these two middle images, equality and equity. And I'll read the description under equality. The assumption is that everyone benefits from the same supports. This is considered to be equal treatment. So that is equality. Then we look at equity. Equity is where everyone gets the support they need, which produces equity. And as you can see in the illustration on the left, equality is that everyone gets a box to stand on to watch the baseball game. Whereas in equity, you can see that the shortest person or perhaps um, the person who requires the most amount of supports to view over the fence has the most amount of boxes. Whereas the person on the left of that equity um, scene does not require any boxes, so therefore doesn't have any. Then we look at reality, which is on the left. One gets more than is needed, while the other gets less than is needed. Thus a huge disparity is created. This can also be referred to as different classes within society. And uh, we can sometimes refer to this as socioeconomic backgrounds when we're referring to inequality. Now, the truth is with the reality is that I undertook some study into First Nations people, Indigenous Australians, and we looked at this particular diagram and I felt it resonated with diversity. I felt it did resonate with First Nation units um, if you're studying a diploma in mental health. But this can be applied in many different circumstances. For example, my work with the NDIS is to conduct assessments, and those assessments are to support people to get equitable service dependent on their needs. So if we look at the equity model. There is a final scene which I haven't spoken about yet, and this is on the very right. And this refers to justice. And I'll read underneath here. All three can see the game without supports or accommodations because the cause of the inequity was addressed. The systemic barrier has been removed. So what do we need to work towards? We need to move away from reality. We also want to move away from equality and we'd much rather be in equity. But ideally, removing the barrier, like in the diagram labeled justice on the very right, is the ideal approach. So this applies to when we're supporting people. We need to identify what is that barrier? Can it be removed? No. Can we put equitable things in place to support the needs dependent on the person? Do, does it need to be equitable provision? And what is the reality barriers on the very left-hand side? If you're advocating for someone, you're working with a vulnerable group, you're working with someone that does have systemic barriers, it's always important to consider which language you're using. Are you looking for equality or are you looking for equity? 
Are you looking for justice? And what is the reality of the situation? How can we substantiate the reality to demonstrate the disparity to advocate and motivate people to move towards justice? I hope this image resonates with you when you consider diversity and inequality within our systems and supports. And I hope it um, adjusts your style of using language when describing those inequalities, especially during advocacy. Thanks so much for listening.